0: Right now on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Bernis.
1: There's such a fine line between religion and relationship. Man's chief purpose is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. I hope you're
2: having fun doing this. If you're not, you have gotta change something. God's gotta change something in you.
1: But unless the Holy Spirit gives them revelation, which is entirely supernatural, they're not gonna see the value and beauty of Jesus.
2: This is a delicate subject, to be honest, because there's a lot of fear and apprehension. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, where we help you to discover the Jewish roots of your christian faith bible prophecy and world events surrounding israel i'm jonathan bernis thanks for joining us would you like to experience the supernatural power of god on a regular basis i know i would our guest today says it's easier than you think here's some background on rabbi kurt schneider
0: as a young jewish man rabbi kurt schneider had no idea who jesus was until the night he was awakened by a vision of Yeshua on the cross. He believed instantly in the Messiah and began eagerly reading the New Covenant. Today, Rabbi Schneider leads a thriving Messianic congregation. He and his wife Cynthia have two children and live near Columbus, Ohio.
2: Please welcome to Jewish Voice a dear, dear friend, and I'm so glad he's back
1: with us, Rabbi Kurt Schneider. Rabbi, welcome back to Jewish Voice. It's brother, been a while. Brother, first I just want to say thank you for your friendship and all the help that you've given me over the years. You've truly been one of my mentors in media ministry, Rabbi Jonathan, even from the earliest days when we first started broadcasting. I just remember how you made yourself so available to me to coach me and mentor me. So I'm honored to be here today, my brother. Well, you're doing
2: a great job. My wife and I watch your program. We love the teaching. What a gift you are to the body. So we appreciate you too. We're gonna talk about a a, a new direction, a new book. Uh, I don't think it's a new direction for you because I've been to your congregation. There's a real sense of the supernatural. And that's what I wanna talk with you about today. And it's an important subject, not only because the Bible is a supernatural book, but in Jewish ministry, it's important because the Bible says the Jewish people seek after a sign. True. It's, it's, it's not just about sharing the four spiritual laws, is it? Why is the
1: supernatural so important? Well, because God is spirit, and spirit, by definition, is supernatural. In other words, spirit operates above the laws of the natural. And since God is spirit and we've been born of him, in order to communicate with him, we have to operate in the supernatural. So it really is at the essence of our walk, our ministry of of knowing God you know, our whole faith is really based on the supernatural with the resurrection of Yeshua from the dead. So it began with the supernatural and it continues in the supernatural.
2: This is a delicate subject, to yeah. be honest, because there's a lot of fear and apprehension. There is. When you hear the supernatural, mm-hmm. there's a lot of demonic activity. Yeah. And people are afraid, I think, of of moving forward, even people that are genuinely interested, Mm -hmm. how do
1: you respond to that? Why is there so much resistance? Yeah, well I think first of all, people should be suspicious at some level because there is a lot in the realm of the Christian supernatural that's not authentic. In other words, when we're in the mission field and someone stands up and says they were just healed of blindness or they couldn't hear and now they're hearing, I'm always looking for a witness. Because there are just too many things that people are claiming that are genuine. When you begin to dig, they're not really genuine. And uh, there's just a lot of fraud, and there's a lot of hype, and there's a lot of emotion. So I think that people should be cautious in terms of uh, how they're relating to the supernatural ministry of the Holy Spirit. People, so I, I
2: agree. That's put off a lot of people. It really just, has. just they see things that aren't authentic, and then it comes out that there's fraud involved. And so people have dismissed. You know, yeah. throwing out the baby with the bathwater, so to speak. So I think that's a, an unauthentic supernatural expression, or in the name of the supernatural. What else do you see as hindrances that tr- that true, well-meaning believers have to move into the supernatural?
1: I see uh, number one, schools of doctrine, people being raised up as leaders in uh, ministerial schools. And they're taught that when the Bible was completed, when the last book of the Bible was done being written, that God stopped authenticating the truth with signs wonders and miracles that those aren't necessary anymore and so there are many people that are solid Christians I mean they really love God they believe in God Uh, you know good solid believers except in this one area of the supernatural they don't believe in it they don't believe in miracles they don't look to the Lord to experience uh, demonstrations of the Spirit and they don't break out of that mold and there's many that are coming up in congregations that are anti-supernatural. I I remember, Rabbi, I was uh, raised in an environment where the official position of the denomination was concerning the gifts of the Spirit, seek not, forbid not. But the reality was when I started pastoring in that denomination, it was like, you better not speak in tongues. Don't prophesy. You know, there was no talk of the supernatural. And if somebody began to move in that direction, they would quickly be, you know, put out of, uh, you know, a fellowship with the congregation. So do-
2: doctrine or certainly practice is, is a big factor in influencing people away from the supernatural. What
1: else? Well, I think that, again, getting back to authentic, um, one of the things that we do see in a lot of uh, churches that believe in the supernatural is they prophesy over people. In other words, personal prophecy. And how many people have received personal prophecy that as time went on it became evident that that quote prophetic word was not authentic and what about all the prophets i mean all you have to do is go online today and see all the things that people are saying whether it's about politics about government about the united states i mean there's just so much excuse me bogusness in all this right. that you can become so sick of it and so fed up with it that you could completely turn your back on it that's a big factor and i think people are
2: afraid too there's so much demonic activity people don't want to make a mistake. Yeah. Even if they, they, they feel that some words coming forth with a the tongue, they're afraid to speak it out. Yeah, you yeah. find
1: that too? Absolutely. And um, we have to take a risk though. And uh, I, I love a word that somebody gave It says, love believes all things. And it's easy to become so cynical because of all the inauthenticity that you completely shut it out. But you need to remind yourself, I need to remind myself that love believes all things. We should still have that innocent heart, having discernment and having wisdom, but recognizing God is very much at work in the world today, supernaturally. And that I believe God wants to use you in the
2: supernatural realm. Paul didn't come with the wisdom of man. He came in the demonstration of the Spirit's power. We have to take a break come back, I'm going to talk to Rabbi Steiner about how we can enter into, how you can enter into the supernatural realm in a safe way and be used by God. Don't go anywhere.
0: Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah to the Jew first and to the nations. We share the gospel at festivals around the world, and we also provide life-saving medical help to Jewish people living in dire poverty. They need to hear the gospel and receive medical care.
3: That's why your gift is crucial. For your gift of $40 or more, we'll send you these four great resources about the supernatural. Experiencing the Supernatural by best-selling author Rabbi Kurt Schneider, a Rabbi Looks at the Supernatural by Rabbi Jonathan Burness. Supernatural or Just Remarkable, a booklet by Israeli missionaries Ariel and Richard Hyde, and our Jewish Voice Today magazine with timely insights into Israel and the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, or when you bless the Jewish people with a new monthly partnership of $25 or more, we'll send you all of these resources and we'll add. Add Rabbi Schneider's seven disc CD set, Discovering and Experiencing the Supernatural. You'll also get this small ram's horn shofar and stand. Call now to receive all of these gifts with your new monthly partnership of $25 or more, or specify offer 1953 when giving a one-time gift of $40. You can also go to our website, jewishvoice.tv with your gift of support or send it to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. My
2: guest is a dear friend and you've probably seen him on television, Rabbi Kurt Schneider, and he's just written a new book. It's such an important book, Experiencing the Supernatural, how to saturate your life with the power and presence of God. Rabbi, that's what the Lord wants for everyone that's watching today, to permeate their
1: lives, right? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you think about the Westminster Confession, one of the great confessions of the Orthodox Christian faith, that man's chief purpose is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. And when I think about enjoying God, it's all tied up in experiencing the supernatural because his presence is supernatural. And for me, having come to faith supernaturally back in 1978, Rabbi, when Jesus appeared to me in a vision in the middle of the night, that became my goal. If I can experience God supernaturally in that instant when he supernaturally sent me through that vision, I said to myself, why can't I always walk in a supernatural consciousness of God's presence? Well, tell me more about that. Yes, <laughs> Tell
2: me more about that because you, you were raised in a Jewish home like yeah. I
1: was. Yep. I, who was Jesus to you? Jesus was, I say this uh, completely reverently, but he was like, he didn't mean anything to me. Um, you know, I never thought about Jesus. I never considered Jesus. He was as far away To me as the man on the moon. In other words, he was just not part of my world. Uh, No one had ever witnessed to me. I had never read the New Testament. He was totally a non you know existence for me. But in nineteen seventy eight, Jesus supernaturally appeared to me in a vision. And that got me started really I I would think so. Don't you?
2: (laughs) I would think so. He actually
1: came to you. And were, were you? Was it a dream? Did you? I would describe it as a vision of the night. Suddenly, I was awoken from my sleep into a state of what I would call conscious awareness. I was aware of, by Jonathan, that I wasn't sleeping. I was aware that I was aware. And in that state, Jesus appeared on the cross. It was in color. I could see the terrain the cross was in people in the distance looking at him, and then a ray of light beamed down on Jesus' head from above. And when that ray of red light, Rabbi, beamed down on his head, I knew it was coming from God, since it was coming from straight above. And as an American, I knew the person on the cross was Jesus. I knew that God was telling me that Jesus was the way to him. Yes, amen. And you've seen
2: many supernatural things happen also in, in, in the years since.
1: Yes, I have. And I think about, uh, you asked me what that experience was. Was it a dream? Was it a vision? I would describe that as a vision of the night, but during especially my early years of walking with God, I had some incredible encounters. I mean, you know, the apostle Paul said, you know, I know a man, I kind of feel like that. I don't want to give too much information because it's just hard to take in. But I mean, I've been wide awake and had, have had supernatural encounters with the glory of God. So I know God's alive. I know he's real. I know he can experience his supernatural presence. And that frankly is one of the driving forces of my life to experience God's supernatural presence on a more consistent basis. I, I couldn't
2: agree more. There's such a fine line between religion and relationship. Mm-hmm and this is about a relationship with God, a daily relationship with God, experiencing His presence, experiencing His power, and being used by God to bring His power to other people, His salvation, His transformation. In the book, you talk about a supernatural mindset. I want to help people Mm -hmm. that are watching to experience the supernatural. How do they move into that? What's
1: a spirit supernatural mindset? Well, I think that a lot of times people are uh, kind of, once again, uh, growing up in Christian environments that don't teach them to search for the supernatural, to experience God here and now. In other words, Rabbi Jonathan, a lot of people, they think that the Christian life in this world is just simply reading about what God did for other people in the Bible without ever taking it to the level that He can do the same thing for us today. It's not just that God appeared to Abraham. It's not just that God, you know, did these supernatural miracles through Elijah and the apostles, but that God can do these same things in our life today. So that's part of developing a supernatural mindset, realizing that the you have thing, to believe it, right? You off have the to bat. believe. You it. have
2: to believe that this is for
1: today and for me. Absolutely and uh, people i think have to understand that we come to faith through revelation you know jesus said to peter who do they say that i am and uh, we know peter said some say elijah some say john the baptist jesus said who do you say that i am peter said you're the messiah the son of the living god the christ and then jesus responded flesh and blood has not revealed and that's the key word revealed this to you but my father who is in heaven and on this rock I will build my church. And I believe the rock that Jesus was referring to there is the rock of revelation. That people can, right. can hear the gospel, but unless the Holy Spirit gives them revelation, which is entirely supernatural, they're not gonna see the value and beauty of Jesus. Good. And, and we, good. Don't miss that one. <laughs> what, what, about, what about, you talk in the book about intuitive
2: listening. Yes. Intuitive, that seems to be connected to this. Yeah.
1: I think intuitive listening is a key concept. I think oftentimes when we hear about the supernatural, people right away think about power miracles and they think about the spectacular. But to me, there's something, Rabbi Jonathan, that's much more precious. And that is knowing the internal indwelling reality of the Holy Spirit, Christ in us, Messiah, Yeshua, in us the hope of glory. In other words, even miracles get boring. I mean, you've been to the mission field more than I have. You know, we've seen deaf people hearing. We've seen blind people sing. We've seen the crippled walking but those actually become common after a while. But the thing that never becomes common is the indwelling reality, the glory of God that lives inside. And so a lot of people, when they're looking for the supernatural, they're looking only at outward things. They're looking for outward miracles, where to me, the bigger miracle and the greatest reality is that Jesus is inside us. And as it relates to intuitive listening, I think that a lot of times people in wanting to experience the supernatural or to be led by the supernatural. They only look for outward signs, where the greatest way that the Lord leads people is through the witness of the Holy Spirit that's inside them, Christ in us, the hope of glory. That's the mystery of the gospel, one of the mysteries. And so people need to learn how to stop looking outside and to start becoming more aware of what's inside so that they can discern the witness of the Holy Spirit in their heart. You
2: also talk about shalom, Mm -hmm. which is Hebrew for peace in the supernatural. I think that's a very important point as well.
1: It is because in order to be able to have the discernment to be led by the witness of the Holy Spirit in our interior being, in our inner man, we have to have peace because if we don't have peace, We're not going to have the sensitivity to discern the gentle witness of the Holy Spirit on our hearts. In other words, being aware of our rate of speech. Are we talking out of nervousness or are we being led by the grounding of God's Spirit? My body language, are my, you know, moving around because of anxiety? or am I controlled by the inner peace of the Holy Spirit? So peace is really foundational. Jesus, when he spoke to his disciples and giving them the Holy Spirit, he said, my peace, my shalom, I give to you, receive the Holy Spirit. I
2: don't know if people think how, realize how important peace is. Yeah. A peace that passes all understanding because the world has no true peace, but the Lord does for you no matter what you're going through, whether it's a financial need or a a sickness or illness. It might even be unto death according to what the doctors told you or a loved one that has departed. God wants to give you peace in the midst of it. Hey, we gotta take a break. When we come back, Rabbi Schneider is going to pray over you and it is going to be powerful. So don't go away. (laughs)
0: Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah to the Jew first and to the nations. We share the gospel at festivals around the world and we also provide life-saving medical help to Jewish people living in dire poverty they need to hear the gospel and receive medical care.
3: That's why your gift is crucial. For your gift of $40 or more, we'll send you these four great resources about the supernatural. Experiencing the Supernatural by best-selling author Rabbi Kurt Schneider. A Rabbi Looks at the Supernatural by Rabbi Jonathan Burness; Supernatural or Just Remarkable? A booklet by Israeli missionaries Ariel and Richard Hyde. And our Jewish Voice Today magazine with timely insights into Israel and the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. Or, when you bless the Jewish people with a new monthly partnership of $25 or more, we'll send you all of these resources and we'll add Rabbi Schneider's seven disc CD set, Discovering and Experiencing the Supernatural. You'll also get this small ram's horn shofar and stand. Call now to receive all of these gifts with your new monthly partnership of $25 or more. Or, specify offer 1953 when giving a one-time gift of $40. You can also go to our website, jewishvoice.tv, with your gift of support, or send it to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Well, if you're just joining us, I'm here with Rabbi
2: Kurt Schneider. And we're talking about an important new book, Experiencing the Supernatural. Really an instructional book on how to saturate your life with the power and the presence of God. Rabbi, that's what it's all about. It really is. This is is about walking in the presence of God. That's what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. I didn't sign up to change my religion Mm -hmm. from Judaism. I signed up to know God and to walk in his presence. Me too, my brother. And it's great, isn't it? I hope you're having fun doing this. If you're not, you've got to change something. God's got to change something in you. Go back and talk about, because I don't want people to miss how important this is, the reality of God in us that's so critical you know Rabbi.
1: that's when my life changed i knew that god could be experienced because again he appeared to me in 1978 supernatural and i had several really powerful encounters with the glory of god after that so i knew that it was possible to experience god's presence and his glory in this life but the problem was i wasn't experiencing that on a consistent basis i would go to church and every sermon that i heard seemed to end one of a few ways you either need to read the bible more you need to pray more, you need to witness more, or you need to give more. And I was doing all those things, and all those things we need to do. But I didn't know how to do those things any more than I was doing them, and yet I still wasn't experiencing God's supernatural presence in my life in a consistent way. After doing this for years, I was totally burned out. I mean, every time I'd hear somebody say, well, you need to do this, I'd do it. Get all excited, this must have been what I was missing. Get to the end of it three months later, still nothing. Then one day, the Holy Spirit intuitively spoke to me. And he said to me, you're not finding me because you're searching for me on the outside. You're searching for me in your works. I'm not in your works, I'm inside you. And he actually instructed me, he said, I want you to stop asking me for anything but this one thing. I want you to ask me to reveal to you that I'm inside you. And from the day, Rabbi Jonathan, that I did that, immediately, new power came this into my life. This
2: is huge. This is so huge. I know you well enough to know how disciplined you are. And I can see you following through to the letter with everything you've been instructed to do, but this was the life-changer.
1: It Absolutely. From that day on, new power came into my and life. And I
2: think this is a life-changer for you. I don't think you're watching by accident. I think that you were supposed to be watching this program to hear one truth that God is in you and it's not about what you do it's about who you are in him yeah, this is so yeah. big yep it is this is so big talk about the st- more about the struggles because there's people watching oh, and they are struggling right now
1: absolutely i i think that i certainly do not want to give the interpretation that uh, i or anybody else i've ever met is you know living in some perpetual state of bliss in this world i mean we go through a cycle of joy and struggle and I think this is God's divine design in this world because when we continue to press on in him through the struggles during those times that we don't understand during those times where we're feeling emotionally depressed or emotionally confused but we keep pressing on it's like flexing a muscle Rabbi Jonathan you know in order for that muscle to get strong there has to be resistance against that muscle and that's how faith is built and faith becomes a channel for the supernatural glory of God to come in so in answer once again in response to your, your comment. It is a struggle. We go through struggles. We all go through struggles. I think we'll continue to go through struggles in this life. You know, the Apostle Paul said, not that I've attained it, but one thing I do is press on. So we keep pressing on, but our, our, our experience in the presence of God and our encountering Him in power keeps growing the, the, the longer we walk this walk. We
2: have so much
1: more to talk there about. Really
2: we have barely covered anything in this book. I want you to get it because I believe this book can change your life. You've been struggling. God wants to bring that struggle to a place of peace and rest in Him. doesn't mean the problems will go away. It doesn't mean the challenges will go away it means that you will experience victory in the midst Absolutely. of conflict. Rabbi, Amen. would you take a moment to pray for people that are watching, that are going? Some people are experiencing hopelessness right now. Would you
1: minister to them? Absolutely, Father God, we need you today. We love you today. Father, we all need you today. We just thank you, Abba, that you're a God of mercy. Father, that you're a tender-hearted God. And I ask right now, Father God, for you to strengthen in the depths of each one's inner man that's looking to you right now with your divine peace, yes. with your divine shalom. Father, strengthen us, I pray, with that same power and that same glory that raised your son from the dead. Father, yes, I speak Lord. blessing and peace over your people right now. And I thank you, Father God, that you have already spoken blessing and peace over your people. Father, lift us up, we pray, to honor and glorify yes, you. Lord. In Jesus', name. In Jesus amen. name, amen. Amen. Amen.
2: amen. I, we receive that. Rabbi, thank you thank so you,
3: much. We're
1: going to have
2: you back very, very soon. Listen, that's for you. I want you to receive everything the Lord has for you, and I want you to know that we're here for you. If you have questions, if you have prayer needs, that's why Jewish Voice was brought into existence by the Lord. You probably have Jewish friends that you've been wanting to share with. You can go to our website. It's jewishvoice.tv to find out more. And I want you to hear me now. God loves you. I wanna say it again. God loves you. He cares about you. And so do we. I wanna thank you for joining us today and remind you, and I do this in every program, because it's so important, Psalm 122.6, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. In fact, it goes on and says, may they prosper who love thee. So if you wanna prosper this week, one of the things you can do is to pray for Israel, the Jewish people and Jerusalem. Hey, and speaking of Jerusalem, we're going to Israel this coming May. It's the 70th birthday of the state of Israel and that's supernatural. We're gonna be in Jerusalem on the 70th anniversary of Israel. I want you to join me. You can go to our website, it's jewishvoice.tv for more information. I hope you'll come to Israel with us. And until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying, Shalom, God Shalom be yours, and God bless you.
1: I'm Douglas Cutler, a physician, and this is my wife, Julie a dentist. We've traveled with Jewish Voice on multiple medical outreaches to the other side of the world.
4: Words cannot describe the horrific human sufferings we've seen. The weak and feeble people walk for miles, sometimes even carrying others who are also sick to see one of our doctors to get treatment. The blind, the lame, and many others near death are a few common examples of the people that come to us for healing. It's almost overwhelming to see the sheer numbers, thousands of desperately sick and hurting villagers that have no hope unless people like you help.
1: These are the lost tribes of Israel, the persecuted, the destitute, the least of these. They don't have running water or even clean water to drink. You can help bring the life-changing message that Yeshua, their Messiah, has come.
4: Your generosity make it possible for us to ease the physical sufferings of these scattered Jewish tribes and show them the love of Jesus, their Messiah.
1: Your financial support can make it possible for Julie and I to save lives now and for eternity through Jewish Voice Outreaches. Won't you join us in this important work?